Welcome to the Ted Jones World Podcast. I'm your host, Ted Jones, alongside Peter Moran. What's up, Peter? How you doing, man? Still the weekend. Yeah, I'm glad glad you pointed out. So still, we're clinging yes, on to these last final absolutely. moments of freedom. Still, still St. Patty's Day weekend. And guess what, man? I'm very excited today. I don't know if you're excited. I'm, I'm thrilled. Well, we have a lovely guest in studio here, Sydney Weymouth, social media manager for the Shark Group. Yes, yes. Sydney, how are you? Good. How are you? We are, or you know what? I'll speak for myself first. Yeah. I am great. No, you can, you just clarified we that I was great. Good. So well, you can, you can great. speak for yeah, us now. Yeah, What's yeah, up? Yeah. You look like a trendy city girl just sitting right there on the couch. Yeah, that's good to know because I moved out. So <laughs> okay. I still, so, I still Got the vibe. It's just temporary, correct? You're coming it's back just temporary. soon. I love the city. I really do. But at the moment, it just did not feel right to stay here for me. Okay. So where are you right now? Massachusetts. Okay. Yeah. South of Boston. Okay. Yeah. That's nice. where I grew up. So Sydney and I, Peter, actually, and everyone listening, we yeah. met at UConn where we both went to college. And Correct. we're the team on which you and I both oh, lost, lost $100. 100 bucks. Yeah. Oh. We, yeah. We were like, we were recording yesterday. The game was about to start. Yeah. And we saw the spread. What was the spread? $57? I don't yeah. even know how to talk in gambling terms. No, you I don't either. We were I know it's like 3.5. Yeah. Like, the the point is, it's your guys' fault. Yeah, we were going <laughs> to, yeah, yeah, literally. We were going to win $57 to put down $100 hairs. Okay. And we got super fired up about it. Yeah. It was good energy. It was a good bonding loss. The energy was worth, worth $50. Sure. So, you know. So I've complained, it wasn't a total I've loss. complained right. many a times on this podcast how... Uh, sometimes like when I was at UConn, I'd be betting and doing stupid stuff like this all the time. Cause it, there wasn't much maybe to do at UConn. Do you have like, no. well, uh, you have a different, differing opinion. I was, than me? I was always busy at UConn cause I was on dance team uh-huh. when I first transferred over there. Uh-huh. And then, oh, you transferred. I didn't know that. Yeah. I went to university of Tampa for two years. Uh-huh. Yeah. Florida girl. Yeah. I didn't even know that. I know. It's I, so <laughs> funny that like we can go to the same school and like people just don't know that much about no, each other no. in terms of like college. I don't know. You guys are feeling like school. fake friends. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> fake friends or yeah. real friends? We're fake. Oh, I think this We're feels pretty real for me. Well, I was saying <laughs> the only reason there was like nothing really going on, I mean, is like the three bars. What was it? Ted's Huskies. Huskies and then Sports Bar, which wasn't even on campus. Because I always went to Sports called? Bar. Because yeah, that was like game. the cool kids went there. Oh, thank you. Right? That's why I was always rejected. I, mean, I don't know. I just, <laughs> uh, I just consider you to be a cool kid, so that's why I, like, then I, I thought you were I Huskies my last year. Oh, my gosh. I remember that. Oh, dude. I was like the coolest kid ever. I forgot about that. <laughs> so I was like, oh, y'all would be like standing outside the like, whole line yes. for nickel, and I would just like strut on in like five minutes before, and I'm like, oh, hey, what's up, Ackle? Like, what's good? What's so good? nickel really night was when, I mean, I've talked about it here on the podcast, but nickel <laughs> night, you can get four drinks for a dollar. <laughs> so you go to the that's bar. Not, the, the math is not. Yeah. I think like way back in the day. Actually, yeah. go, we used to run there from tennis practice, get there at 6 p.m., haven't eaten anything since 12, no. and then just go and, and drink as many drinks as we can from 6 to 7.30 until the bar special was up. Yep. That, that's the only way the 19-year-olds can get into that bar. That's why I was complaining there wasn't much to do. That's okay. true. It's true. I think, I think that's a New York City in you because, well, well you went to University of Tampa. Compare yeah. it to, to UConn in terms of things to do. Well, I mean, it's in the middle of a city, so it's yeah. totally different than like, stores. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like right in the heart of everything. But it's cool because you got like the beach; it's like thirty minutes away. You got St. Pete, you got uh, uh-huh. Clearwater, but then you do have the city. So there's all these clubs. Like you're basically like if you went to NYU, I feel like kind of thing where you're going to college oh, in a city yeah. where there's still life and other things. Like when you're in stores, Connecticut. That's it. It's like UConn and there's nothing else. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. That's yeah, valid. You get a little <laughs> distracted easier for sure. So why did you, why did you end up transferring from uh, Tampa to come to UConn? Um, I didn't have the best time down there. Mm-hmm. No, it's nothing against the school. It was just kind of like the people 
Okay. No offense to them. Just right. the people uh, that make up the school. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Or, or the state of Florida. I mean, <laughs> I loved to study and like be in the library, but like that just wasn't the scene down there. Right. You know, it would be like a pool on campus, and, like people would be like out partying all the time, and that's fine. Uh huh. But it just wasn't me. Like right. I actually. It was like a to couple days my, a week. Yeah. Not so. I just and I thought I wanted to be away from my family. I'm like, ah, screw you, mom. Like I'm gonna leave, and then I'd be home more than I would be at school. So I totally had that vibe for a little bit, like when I was planning on potentially going to University of Miami, Miami until the tennis coach was like, look, bro, if you come down here you're not going to be playing on in the lineup until junior year right. i was like all right that's all you need to tell me that's I when you plan on quitting close <laughs> to home <laughs> and uh be in the middle of nowhere in connecticut yeah i mean yeah. i also missed sports like it was still a good oh, school yeah. for sports their baseball team was sick oh were they but when it came time like i wanted like that like lsu feel like oh, that like nice. big school feel because yeah. i wanted to be on the dance team and everything and they didn't they had it down there but it just wasn't at the same caliber as like a yukon so when i was looking to transfer i was like i need something that has that same feel right so you danced at both schools I did not. I did like dance stuff at Tampa, which was great. Met a lot of cool people doing that. But then I, I did the actual team at UConn for two years. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Did you good. ever? Did you ever go down to that Tampa area? Peter played uh, college baseball at Wheaton in oh, Illinois. Yeah, yeah so we would have spring been... spring break trips in the Tampa area, St. Yeah. Petersburg, etc. It's a great city. I mean, yeah. I did meet some really cool people, but like it just I knew I needed to leave. Yeah, so, I, I get it. it yeah. You don't want to be spending all your time around the wrong people. Right. I, I feel you. Yeah. Okay, so Sydney, let's get into a little bit what you a, a little bit about what you do. That's why we wanted to uh, have you on the podcast because you're so darn interesting. Okay, so <laughs> I'm really not. Let's, no, you so are. What? what are you talking about? <laughs> Look at this rider we got over here. By the way, I was like, Sydney, do you want us to go to the Hudson River, catch you a line caught uh, salmon? She was like, as long as it's Alaskan salmon. <laughs> I was like, all right, no worries. Vita cocoa, coconut water will do. Well, I figured yeah, a shark would be have... appropriate. Right, too. Right, 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 right. God damn it! Should have caught the shark. We should have thought about that. Too. You had to beg her to even partake in the coconut water, you know. <laughs> like, they even, they even open Peter, also when you, in uh, Buffalo up by you, do they have sharks? Like, how, where are these bodies? Like, I'm what sorry, are in on. these bottles what? of water? Ted, Ted, can you ask yeah. yourself that question? I don't even know. I don't know. I'm looking at my map up here. I'm thinking, is yeah. there any room for any? Yeah, the Sydney looks back at the Ted Jones World map over here. Is there right. any body of water that could, like what kind There's of fish are up there? Lake yeah. Erie yeah. leading into Niagara Falls. So if there were sharks, they would uh, fresh water. Yeah, yeah, well, freshwater Lake. sharks. Yeah. Right. Next. Yeah. <laughs> Freshwater sharks. It's like bull shark. No, I don't know. I, I mean, we're going to scratch that. <laughs> we'll edit that part out. All right. Had a lot of coffee today. Jesus. Ted Jones. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, Sydney, so tell us uh, what a little bit about what you do with the shark group. Sure. So social media manager at the shark group uh, started by Damon John from Shark Tank. Yes. The Favorite show. Absolutely. Uh, so I run all of his social media pages from Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, of course, LinkedIn. Uh, and then Catherine Zeta-Jones is another client of mine. Nice. Uh, Mask of Zorro, Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Um, married to Michael Douglas. All the cool... And she did those T-Mobile commercials for a long time, she right? She killed the T-Mobile Does she still do that? Every time those came on, my dad's like, oh, Catherine. And that accent, like, too. <laughs> she works perfectly for it. Well, yeah, it's funny because people think she's Spanish because she did the Mask of Zorro and she killed right. it. Uh, but she's actually from Wales. So she's Welsh. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so she still has the accent, which is awesome. Okay. Uh, she's <laughs> so cool so in touch with everything that she's doing because she originally came to the shark group to do a lifestyle brand called Casa Zeta Jones. So as soon as we were figuring out the logistics of that, we pitched her to do her social media and she was like, yeah, cool. Take it over. So, so did Damon bring her on to like uh, his group or how did that work? Kind of. Yeah. She came to us looking because Damon's obviously really good at branding and licensing and everything. So she was like, I want to figure this out and you're the person to do that with. So as soon as they were figuring out the logistics of her brand, we were like, well, it makes sense if we also do your social media and the social media of your brand all in the same, the shark group entity. So we've just been doing it for probably like 
close to four years. So how has it been this past year in terms of managing uh, Damon and Catherine Zeta-Jones' schedule? Yeah, um, it was interesting. Like You mean like the pandemic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's tough because when you have a social media strategy and something like that happens, you have to throw everything out the window. Totally. And learn to pivot with the world as it's changing, as everybody else did. But the thing is, like, ours is what everybody was kind of turning to, to get information, to be entertained, to feel like they weren't alone. So there's a lot of pressure, especially for people who are, like, celebrity brands or people who are well-known, because people are turning to them for advice or for some sort of, like, solidarity or or feeling like they understand what you're going through. Uh So I just wanted to make sure that everything that I was working with Damon and Catherine on that we were posting, like, made sense to them, but, like, put the world first and what was happening. So yeah. you just didn't want to say the wrong thing. And it, th- that was a hard part to maneuver because nobody knew what was going on. Like you, you didn't know it was the right thing, the wrong thing to say. So right. it's almost like your PR in a way, because I could put out the wrong thing and it could spin right. terribly yeah. and totally bring down their brands that we've worked so hard to build. So just a lot of maneuvering through the water. Are, are your clients or those two specifically, are they as aware, like, as they should be of how easily you can just get destroyed on social media. Oh yeah, and they're <laughs> extremely involved. Yeah, like people don't. It's not just me just like posting away as them. Like they yeah. know what I'm posting. They t- come to me with ideas. They're like, I want to do something like this. I'm like, cool. Let's just optimize it in this way. Like, uh-huh. they will be like, I want to do this kind of video, and I'll be like, yeah, sweet. Let's turn it into a reel because reels are hot right, right now. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, no, they they understand, especially the caliber of social media, the power of it. So. They're not naive in that sense, no. You've, you, n- you've never had to, like, tell someone, like, no, we're n- you can't post this. This is, like, super toned up or, like, horrible uh, timing. Sometimes. Or, or it'll just be, like, a concept that I'll be, like, all right, but why do you want to post that kind of thing? And then let's mm-hmm. figure it out with, in the best way that makes sense for your yeah, channel. Okay. But, yeah, it's cool. I mean, I've worked with them both for over five years. Well, Damon for over five, Catherine for four. So there's a level of trust at this point. Just yeah. So what do you think the main difference has been besides, like, not being able to go to events? Bet- like, between, I guess, this March 15th and last yeah. March 15th, like, have you just been way more online heavy content instead of any real meet and greets or anything like that? Yeah, because I was on the road a good amount, I would say, with Damon especially for, like, I'd go to Shark Tank set, get all the content Amazing. There. Oh, yeah, my God. So cool. Sitting uh, in those little chairs. Oh, I've seen it. That's, oh, that's just my avatar picture because it's so sick. Yeah. Um, I mean, I grew up watching Shark Tank too. Like yes. I, my dad's in business. So I'm like, you sure. know, what does this mean? I learned yeah. so much with my dad watching it so that when I was there, I'm like, all right. Absolutely. Every Friday night. Show. I still I need to watch this most recent uh, yeah. season 12. I forget yeah. which episode it's on, but yeah. it's been I, getting good. I yes. lost my virginity to Shark Tank. So I'm what is, <laughs> is that the story? <laughs> Wait, what does that mean? Virgi- like Shark Tank was on while yeah. you were doing it for the first time? Yeah. Do you know what? Some dun, of the dun, dun, were stop it. That <laughs> That's a great Thank question. I don't know. Daddy. <laughs> I don't want to make a good one. <laughs> a ring. Uh, those are the two best ones, I believe. I'm not sure how. Damon's Bombas. Bombas Socks. Bombas socks. Yeah, you haven't well, heard of Bombas? I, I've probably seen the episode, but what? Why? I'm have... obsessed with socks. Like I'm a sock person. Yeah, I'll look at mine right now. But oh, okay. they're from my. Like, you got them tucked under her knees. My mom got me some like inspirational ones, and this is like I'm a good daughter. Hell like, yeah, we love that. Socks. Can I get a pair of those? Do they make those in men? <laughs> you can have the daughter ones. Yeah, you know that's what I mean. But no, they're socks, and they are they're just made so well. But the best part about them is that a pair. Bought as a pair donated. Oh, okay, so homeless. this is like Tom's. Yeah, right. yeah it's Tom's like the Tom's model, okay. but for the homeless people. Okay. They also uh, come out with t-shirts and underwear recently because underwear is the second most nice. requested item. So okay. they went in and they figured out what is the most requested item. Um, it's been really cool. I've gotten to 
hand them out to the homeless people and, and just be part of the movement, which is amazing. And that's why Bombas has been so successful. And that's it. You think that's uh, been the brand that's... It's actually the most... You besides the Ring, okay. they, Bombas is the best-selling invested product in Shark Tank because nobody that? invested in Ring. On Nobody Shark Tank. Oh, 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 wow. No, what no. a fact. It was Dora, I think it was Dorabot was the original. Right, right, right. Yeah. And nobody invested in it. And then I think he started to be big. Then Richard Branson, I believe, became mm. a partner. But this was after the show. Okay. So it wasn't invested on on the show. So Bombas is the most successful that's been invested Wow. On. Nice. Yeah. And then do you have, there, does Damon have any other ones that he really just speaks highly of? Any other investments Sun from Shark Tank? Uh, it's like a, I don't know if you've seen it they're like these fun sunglasses they have a bunch of licensing deals with like marvel and I dc I, they I have like I batman like like oh, disney okay. characters they're sick uh, but sunset is another really good one but yeah nice yeah, yeah. cool All right, so are you like aware of like you've seen enough tracked enough you're aware of like mm-hmm. products that and how they've just kind of how they've turned out even even stuff that wasn't invested like you said on the show just stuff that just became popular because it got that uh recognition uh what do you mean like you do you you're that in touch with it like you're watching like like basically every episode you're there yeah i've watched every episode wow like twice (laughs) (laughs) so i mean yeah but i'm I'm, uh, my social media job is a shark shark tank so of course i have to be immersed in that world but yeah i mean it doesn't hurt that it's an awesome show yeah it's so much fun to watch so I do like to stay on top of trends and who's doing better than Damon or who's doing worse than Damon because he likes to crack jokes at the sharks too. So, um, yeah, you definitely have to have knowledge of the space and like people like to hear the success stories or even, you know, some of the failures so that they can learn from it. So no matter if it is something that did do well or didn't do well, we can still use Damon to be like, all right, let's break down. Like, why did this pitch not get invested in kind of thing? So you do have your finger on the pulse of pretty much every shark. So you, I mean, you call yourself then a strategizer, which I've heard on a previous podcast that you were, that you did. This is like a year ago. Gosh, well, you put me on the spot. I don't know. I send it to you. It was the cue. It was the cue. It was the cue. Listen to the whole podcast and uh, definitely got um, some color on what you were doing at least at least a year at least a year ago. Hell yeah! Let's go. Third time, best time, right? Exactly. All right. Absolutely. So, okay. um, Speaking of strategizing, if let's say the the everyday Joe or what is that? Is that how we say it? The everyday Joe. Yeah. Casual three hundred followers on Twitter. Exactly. There you go. So let's say somebody wants to casual three hundred thousand. No, three hundred. Three hundred yeah. flat. Like, yeah, like, how do you grow to four hundred thousand? <laughs> so, how would you suggest that, like, a person trying to get from three hundred followers to making a name of themselves and then eventually starting a brand from that? Like, how do you kind of start and then, as you go on, like, do you need to hire someone like you on their team, or can you kind of do it um, organically? You can. So the best. I mean, you got to figure out what do you want your brand to be. That's the that's the number one thing. Like, what are you passionate about? What do you want people to come to you for? Like, you. I mean, if you have five different things that you're trying to be. Nobody really knows what your niche is, right? So I'm trying to do 10 different things, but nobody's like, all right, what do you specialize in? What can I come to your page and be guaranteed to understand, to learn? Do, am I coming to be entertained? Whatever it is, got to figure out what that niche of your brand is. Mm-hmm. From there, it's just building top authentic content and talking to your fans and figuring out, like, what do you want to hear from me? What do you want to know? Do you like this kind of video? Do you, like, it's okay to be conversational with yeah. those people and, and talk to them. Because that's what people come to social media for is to feel less alone or to feel like they have a connection to some sort of community. So if you're building that community and talking to the community, that's your sweet recipe right there for actual success. But yeah, at the end of it, when you start to build your brand, people are recognizing you, they're trusting you, then you can hire somebody who knows what they're doing to take some of that time off. Because if you're working on these other parts of your brand, 
then you want to spend your time doing that while you have somebody else who's invested on the other portion of it. Are people trying to nail like a funny aspect, like a quick uh, jab in terms of like, oh, Wendy's is better than Burger King or Wendy's now has the chicken and you shouldn't go to Burger King. Is there kind of strategy like that? I think it depends on the the company, the brand, the the whatever it is, because Uh there are certain people I follow on social media that they don't aim for comedy. They just aim for education or actually giving you the information that you're coming for. Um, With Damon, I kind of try to be all three, like educational, comedic or entertaining, and then informative. Uh, It just kind of depends on the vibe that you're trying to give. But I mean, yeah, Yeah. Wendy's is... (laughs) Wendy's changed the game for Twitter for me. Uh, they really like started that whole breaking down the barrier of what people think a brand should be on social right. media yeah. because it used to be like, hey, we have a four for four deal. It's like, <laughs> no, what's right. up, bitches? Like, I got four for four. Like, what's going on? <laughs> right. so, and then they just started like roasting other companies uh-huh. and you yeah. would never, ever see that before. Right. And then you just uh-huh. see everybody else trying to get on that. Like Moon Pie is another killer. One. Right, right. I don't know if you guys are familiar with I'm Moon familiar. Pie on Twitter, but they're amazing. Uh, but then like you see like Netflix and all these other pages doing the same thing and jumping on the trend it just feels more authentic again back to that authenticity because you know a wendy's burger is not tweeting this like you know it's a person (laughs) so it's like the separation of brand to the social media manager is kind of broken now like you don't even see that anymore so twitter helping the game uh instagram obviously helping the game tiktok what do you what are your thoughts on clubhouse Uh, i know peter and i wanted to uh touch on this i know it's it's huge now it's I think it's one of the quickest or fastest invested in growing platforms. Mm-hmm. I think it was, I can't tell if it was smart or just, it was an interesting tactic to be a little exclusive at first, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then that exclusivity was almost a lot easier to break down than you think. Like you right. have like everybody's one invite. All right, cool. But then yeah. like you just catch and the then they, Yeah. And then they just keep getting invites. Yeah. Right. But now, so... I understand it's very smart because a lot of any other platform besides Twitter is very visual, right? So if you're going on like an Instagram live or something like that, or Insta or Facebook, whatever it is, like you feel like you have to have makeup on, you have to have your hair done, whatever. This is right. just audio only. Uh-huh, yeah. So yeah, I get the aspect of that. You can have these big rooms, which again, Clubhouse has influenced like Twitter rooms and stuff like that too yeah. for that purpose. But the, there's two problems I see with Clubhouse, not problems, but things that they would have to anticipate is the lack of life of the content after it happens because you can't go back to a room that has uh, yeah, yeah. occurred so and d- re-listen to it. So it's not recorded. No, it's like similar to Snapchat where okay. if it, well, you can like well, record, it you can record the screen. Days, I don't think it would record the audio, but again, it's not yeah, like an Instagram live where you can save the live after. Right, right, right. And post to your Correct. Uh, like account. it's like the clubhouse. If you tune in at that time, like you can't scroll back and go to the, beginning of the clubhouse episode you know what i'm saying like yeah so there's no life of the content after which as we know tiktok and all the other ones they they thrive on content that's that's their bread and butter right there yeah i wonder if it like really got hot since i guess we keep going back to a year ago but like since zoom really became a thing that people were fully using and then people were like all right zoom is great but like i don't want to be on the camera fully like i think let's just create a new medium yeah yeah yeah, absolutely especially in the past uh, 12 months, exactly. like podcasts have really gotten hot. Yeah. Right, yeah. Peter? Yeah. <laughs> I think the Mostly other... the past four months. Sure. <laughs> I think the only other thing they have to worry about is community guidelines because everything, oh. like, you know, like there's a teams at Twitter, at Facebook and Instagram that can go through your content and be like, hey, this, this goes against our guidelines. Right. You can't do that with Clubhouse. So you can kind of just say whatever you want oh. and it can get you in a lot more trouble if you're not 
don't right. have your own filter on it. Has Damon or Captain Zeta Jones have they done any clubhouse work? Damon is big on clubhouse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and and does he kind of start groups with other people and then they have a huge audience, or has he been doing it by himself? Um, no, he definitely does a few. Um, he's done a couple with the other sharks, like when we were doing Shark oh, Tank Fridays. Nice. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, he's done a couple with like Rebecca Minkoff for like a fashion focus. Sure. Uh, Patty from uh, Millionaire Matchmaker. I think he's done one with Grant. I believe he, so he does touch on like all these different kinds of people because he's just smart to do that. So yeah, yeah, he's hosting all these different kind of rooms. And is he talking about like crypto in any of those or like new trends? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, it depends. And is he on into crypto? It, it, the question, question for all of our bank accounts, ooh, everyone who's listening. I'm not going to answer on the behalf <laughs> of <Damon>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. All right, well, we'll That's get right. Damon on for <laughs> yeah. part two. We'll just yeah. get Sydney yeah, and She's good at what she does. Buy that guy. <laughs> So do you have like a full life story kind of of Damon? Like has he really gotten into how he started his brand? I know it's like, you know, there's been a ba- amount of baseline stories where, yeah, he grew up poor and then he started selling clothes and then kind of just took the rise to the top. Do you have like intimate details, I guess, that he shared with you? Um, Probably not anything more than everybody else knows. He's He's honestly very transparent about everything. And that's uh-huh. the best part about working for him is he's just like, I want everybody to know what I know. Right. He really does. Like he's, he's seriously like, I have this really cool story that I think people would understand or uh, resonate with or whatever. He's like, let's just get it out there. So, yeah. um, I mean, honestly, not much more than other people. I think I just have a different level of appreciation because I see how hard he continues to work, even though he's reached a certain level. Mm-hmm. Um, like he could easily just be like, guys I'm done like right. I, I've made it to what but he continuously strives to be more so he I can still see that humble queen's kid in what he does every single day so I, I wouldn't say that I know more but I just have a, a different kind of connection to it I guess right was that like uh, a draw to it for for you is like like I don't want to I don't know if it's correct that he would be a mentor but like to learn specifically from someone with his expertise in your role. Yeah, how did you how did you get into the job? I guess to piggyback off Peter's question. Yeah, it's I mean people are like who did you know? I'm like <laughs> uh, I knew myself and I knew how to use Indeed. Hell yeah. <laughs> I All right. Indeed. This is not an ad. Your social media manager just shouted out Indeed. I'm blown away. I thought that was like monster. 2000 no. Yeah, 15. 2015. Okay. Yeah. So I started a PR agency in Rhode Island uh, and uh-huh. then my parents were kicking me out of the house and I was like, well, I want to move to New York. <laughs> so then I found this job uh, and I was like, there's no way this is real. Like right. a short, a short <laughs> take would not list this job listing on Indeed, yeah. but I applied and they were like, hey, you want to come in? And then like the next thing they're like, we're in the Empire State Building. I'm like, oh shit, this is real. Yeah. Uh, so come I go to in. the top. Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> I'm like riding the elevator. My ears yeah. are popping. I'm like, like, don't even think about dropping <laughs> a penny off the top. You're like, come on, it's New York. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> and I have an interview. I left my backpack in the conference room with like all the FUBU jerseys uh, hanging oh, no. up. I'm like, this is so not intimidating at all. Uh, I didn't meet him the first time, thank God. And then when I left my backpack there, I kept annoying them. Like, did you guys hire yet? Did you guys hire yet? I think I just like knocked on the window too many times and they were like, all right, let this girl in. Right, right, right. Uh, uh, so amazing. that was December of 2015, January 2016, I started. And yeah. And yeah. But, wow! Um, yeah. Wait, so you left a backpack there, like, like, oh my god, it's so like embarrassing. The, the first date move, like, I got to see you again. I <laughs> did not need to. Do, no, actually, that's funny, but no, that's not the angle I was going. I just, yeah. I, I I've get definitely so done that too. Maybe Have not you? backpack. Oh, oh no, no, not fully. Oh, left my credit card there. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no, no. I just honestly job. accidentally forgot it, and then I went back. I was walking down. I parked my car, and I'm like, "Why oh, does my back feel so light?" I'm like, oh, shh. <laughs> so I like had to go back up. Light. I'm like, "Please don't let the girl that interviewed me see me." So then I get back in. I'm like, "Why do I have to get my backpack again?" They're like, "Yeah, whatever." 
Uh, and then I hit the elevator button. I'm like, thank God I didn't see her. And then she comes down the hallway. I'm like, God damn it. I'm like, they're not going to hire me if I forget my backpack, let alone right. have to Ooh. do a whole job for them. Yeah. But then and her, then you ended up taking her I, job. I, no, 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 she just moved. She's honestly the greatest leader. And uh, I've learned a lot from her. The nice. girl that was running the division before me. Okay, so but, what what's her title then? And do you still work closely with the, I guess, division leader? So I run the division now. Nice. She went off to do, um, she had a lot of freelance. So you actually did take her job. But not, you didn't take well, it, but I, you've yeah, grown into in her way. job. Yeah, exactly. You just sure. kind of moved up, I guess. Yeah. So you're talking about um, all the FUBU jerseys and everything yeah. <laughs> in the office. Yeah. Does Damon wear FUBU? Like, oh, what dude, kind yeah, of clothes does he Are wear? Well, I mean, yeah. Because like, when he's on Shark time. Tank, he's got that double Windsor, the oh, little yeah. pocket, the pocket. Uh, well, he's the square. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. He's, like, trust me, when he dressed, like, he knows his stuff. And he's, <laughs> I've walked around the office before, and I had, like, leather pants on and, like, a leather jacket. He's uh-huh. like, never wear leather on leather <laughs> again. I'm like, okay, Oh, Damon. right, that's a thing. But I've I was heard. like, I'm going to wear leather on leather all the time. I don't care. He's, like, we have a good banter. Uh, <laughs> but I was just like, oh, my God, if he told me I can't do that, I probably can't do that. But I was like, nah, screw it. I'm still going to do it. Uh, but I mean, for the most part, no, he comes in sweatpants, sweatshirt, sneakers, But like hat. good sweatpants? Oh, sweatpants? yeah, like the Puma stuff, yeah, the FUBU yeah. stuff. Like he's still rocking it 100%. And like I yeah. have some FUBU gear too that I still love to rock. Oh my God, amazing. Oh, sick. Yeah. And the new <laughs> stuff they come out with too is like so sick. I don't know if you've seen it. Oh, I didn't know that they were fully still, oh, um, still churning them out. Where can you buy FUBU? I think they're just FUBU.com. Oh, okay. They have watches. They have glasses. They have everything. I should have known that. <laughs> well, but but <laughs> I, just haven't seen a, I just haven't seen a FUBU Where store. Where can you buy you Do you know what I mean? Buy. Usually yeah. you buy stuff on Amazon. Yeah. Usually no, you buy FUBU no, on Amazon. No, they have their own website. Yeah, it's right. still going. still going strong. So right before you got this job, I mean, did you really have any idea that you were going to end up in uh, the same position working for a big time mogul for, what is it, five years now? Six five, years? Yeah. Five, a little over five. No. God, no. And I was, I, I won't, I'm not scared to admit, I was so underqualified for this job. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. That happens. Because it was only my second job. Right. Well, he found you on Indeed, right? What should he expect? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but no, I had, I really was just like, she's like, do you know how to do this, this, and this? I'm like, kind of. You'll but figure I, it I out. Just like, uh, exactly. That's the best thing that a lot of girls don't do. Is yeah, like everybody we, listen, for real. No, f- seriously. Like, if you, if women especially, if we see a job that we don't have at least like 90% of the qualifications for, we're immediately like, oh, I'm not prepared for that job. Like, I can't do that job. But I'm just like, screw it. I'm just going to say yes. I'm gonna, I didn't lie, but I'm like, I might not know everything you want me to do, but I am so hungry to do anything that you need. Like I will, st- like I worked my ass off for the three years until I reached this position. So it's just a matter of if it's something that you really want to do and you know you can do if you believe in yourself enough to do it, that just go for it. Like the, the wor- what's the worst that can happen? Do you yeah. feel like you're going to stay at this job for uh, X amount of years? I'm definitely... I have a lot of big ideas for it sure, that I've been nice. vocalizing. And so you're I'm not even really, I mean, it doesn't sound like you're really even close to like being at the ceiling of the shark group, right? Yeah, no, it's definitely growing and yeah. it's expanding into right, right, so right. many different facets of business and everything too. There's there's so much potential for it. So, I mean, honestly, the sky's the limit. I love that. Were, were you like a hardcore social media user before uh, you even got into that? <sighs> not in the way that I should. I was I mean I, I mean I used to like anybody else with the ugly ass sepia filters and yeah. like yeah this is sick I'm like yeah I use a hashtag I, didn't know. Right. I definitely didn't know half the shit I know now yeah but I mean I do use social media daily only because I have to stay on the trends and see what other people are posting but people all the time are like oh is your social do you have like 300,000 followers yourself I'm like dude I have like 5,000 like no I don't have shit uh because it's like a dot, like at the end of the day, you don't want to go on your own social media because you've been on it all day for everybody right. else. I'd rather pour the energy 
of my social media creative into my clients than into myself. So it's, yeah, it's no big deal. Uh, yeah. Bring in your work home. That's yeah. understandable. Yeah, exactly. So what does a typical day look like now during, I guess Ooh. the end of quarantine, I'll say riskily. Yeah, was, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Fingers crossed. Um, it depends. Like tomorrow I have to go to Catherine's house. Uh, we're taking content all day. I'm getting COVID tested in the morning. Uh, we're shooting content cause she has a few new launches coming out. And then tomorrow night we have a live show. Um, so I had, that's not super typical. I've mm-hmm. had to do that one other time during this, but again, everything's been safe, tested, all the good stuff. Uh, other than that, building content calendars, I'm strategizing new launches, new campaigns for Damon. He's got a lot of new projects coming up, some really cool stuff. Um, it's always different, so uh, it, it honestly just depends on the day, but it's definitely not boring, I'll tell you that. <laughs> How often are you traveling? Not much right now. Again, I was before. Um, I'd either be in Vegas or L.A., um, Florida sometimes, but uh, not not too much at the, at the moment, no. Yeah. It's okay. all work from home, which is fine. Uh, I, I have a question that isn't – I love that you're getting just the grill here. From For it's those fine. that can't see, we've got you on both angles. Oh, and my just God, her yes, head, literally. Spinning. It's so like watching imagine, a ping pong game. Imagine a triangle. <laughs> so bad. Or an abs- upside-down triangle, I would say. Uh, <laughs> Sydney being at the bottom and then Peter and I being the left and right side. Or if you want to look at it from the other side, Peter, I'm on the left side of the triangle. You're on the right mm-hmm. side. And Sydney is the tip of the triangle, right? That's kind of the shape we're in, right? It's a nice Looking oscillation. Looking very sure, confused. Sure. If, I love yeah. a good triangle. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so, <laughs> okay. So, your favorite shape? <laughs> yeah. What's your, that was actually my next question. What is your favorite really shape? <laughs> no, that's, a, that's a valid. A what? A Lego? <laughs> that's a good. A what? A Lego. She loves lightning no. bolt Legos. No. Yeah. Don't step on any Legos. Worse. Peter, why don't you answer your freaking, I mean, yeah, why ask don't I the answer question the question I haven't asked? So, I have been just, you know, lost in my phone for the last 12 months, sure. as as many people yeah. have been. Light flex. His, uh, <laughs> light flex. No, it's sad. How is that a flex? I don't know. <laughs> it's sad. Uh, but I feel like I've noticed a massive improvement in the quality of just, like, individual content. Like, everyone who does anything has a ring light. They've expanded mm-hmm. to, like, the other lighting. Like, the iPhone camera is getting better. Yep. Like, is that... Do you think we're getting to the point where, especially you probably have like access to a little more professional stuff, but but we're doing like like the same, almost similar production quality to to stuff that you would pull that was done professionally, like like clips from Shark Tank, right? Like when I'm filming, yeah, like my own stuff. Your your stuff, your own stuff, or or stuff outside of like like what was being professionally filmed by a crew for the show. Yeah, I mean. You don't want anything that's too overproduced on social media because you okay. know, like you're watching TV, you know that that's going to be TV level quality. When you're on your phone, you don't want to feel like somebody uh, was like having this whole studio feel. Like you want it to feel interesting. Like you're having a relationship. Like you're having that one on one, like that FaceTime with them. So anything that I record with Catherine or I have her shoot is just on her phone. Really? And, oh yeah, 100%. oh so you tone it down intentionally. Yeah, then you what, want it to, okay. to feel like anything that anybody else can do too. Interesting. He doesn't want it to be overproduced. Like, yeah, you have a ring light every so often. Right, right. Um, just that's just for better quality and just better lighting, obviously. But yeah. anything that feels overproduced just feels untouchable, I guess is a good way to put it. Okay. Are there certain uh, commercials or certain brand deals that you would actually go in the full studio and use the professional lighting rather yeah, than yeah. stay at home and do ring? What's what's kind of the difference? Uh, it would. De- it's mostly for brand deals, like you just like said. Bigger, like yeah, for like a Chase, an AARP, that okay, kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Or like it'll, it'll be a, a commercial on TV or something. Yeah, and that stuff would also mostly live beyond just social. It'd be like on a web page or that kind of stuff too. And so it just depends on where they were filtering that content out to. But yeah, 
Nice. I've got, I think we're about to wrap up, but I have yeah. one. I want to circle oh, back before we, we keep it tight. Literally. Um, the, the, coming, coming back to Clubhouse, right? You sure. mentioned that, you know, people might be saying more reckless things, right? Because there's no real archive. Do you think that's an intentional like move to where like right now, I, you know, without sharing an opinion on it, we have definitely restricted the amount of things that you can say without we kind qu- of like cancel culture a little bit. Talking about. Yeah. More specifically. Yeah. Like self-censorship is, is far higher right now. Do you think this is for the sake of allowing people to be a little bit looser on there and, and not suffer the consequence or just. No, because if you do like, you can say whatever you want on Instagram live. Right? Yeah, you can, it, it's just a, yeah. It, it doesn't matter. Like you could still have that opportunity to say what you want. No, I don't think it's meant for that purpose. Okay. Really, well, I, I think eventually though on Instagram Live, if you do get too crazy and start spewing, you know, the false content, they'll like turn off your live. Some I've seen some of that. Sure. So maybe and which I haven't heard of about on like Clubhouse yet. I don't yeah. know how crazy. I'm sure they still have people that do listen in. I'm not 100 yeah. percent sure, but that's just something that I think of. That's a, a good potential point. problem. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess there have been, it's not like new, there's, you know, you can put something on your store, you can move it to close friends, yeah. Snapchat originated for like riskier content, whatever, right. like, like it's been done, I guess. Yeah, but, but you yeah. still have those friends that screenshot yeah. it still. And <laughs> Nobody's like, safe anymore. Messed up, like, yeah. you can't do this kind of stuff. So, yeah. yeah. So, Sydney, what are you uh, most looking forward to uh, over the next year, up until next March 2022? And what are we going to see that's different in terms of uh, social media content? In terms this of this is a deep question. What I'm looking forward to in social media. Sure. I say, no, what are you looking forward to in terms of your life and oh, progressing life. forward? Oh. Uh, let's get deeper. Uh, saving money now that I'm back home with my God, parents. Oh, <laughs> okay. So when are, you, when are you moving back to the city? Do you have like a time frame? Uh, Lorraine figured gave out? me until December of this year. It's your mother. Blessed. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, so they both are just like, stay until you need, but please get out by Christmas. Um. <laughs> Yeah, Merry Christmas. Uh, for myself, I have a lot of stuff that I do want to build. I want to build my own like social media type education kind of course or oh. like downloadable PDFs and like start using everything that I've learned to do more like consulting and then more of like the side parts where people can learn like the 101s, the 201s kind of thing like right. the improv course you were talking yeah. about, but uh-huh. for social media, like the basics of platforms and then how to create your own content, how to plan your content, like kind of help people work their level up that can't necessarily afford an agency to do it themselves or a person to do it themselves, but they can, you know, have the same tools as somebody like myself who's lived that life. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, given, given out that work though, that's, yeah. uh, I wish I had it ready to just like plug right now, but I yeah, don't. we'll, we'll make sure everyone get, gets you to 5,001 followers. So when, <laughs> <laughs> when this drops, what, what are your social media handles? Uh, just at Sydney Weymouth, S Y D N E Y W E Y M O U T H. And Sydney, I just actually, I threw you up on Google over here and oh, you please. have a Twitter from a very long time ago, oh, God, I believe. Is it nothing inappropriate? No, it's Sydney DG. <laughs> This is from when oh, you were that's Delta like my Gamma. Original Literally, I have two join, it says join April 2009. I, I'm guessing this is a that's very old one. That's when I joined DG in Tampa. I remember oh, the moment wow. I made that Twitter. Oh, yeah. I was walking across campus, but that was my first Twitter. Oh, like, I don't have the login. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't really have uh, many tweets my here. You have your friend in the next suit wearing a lovely red dress here. Which one? I'm wearing red? Yeah, you're wearing a red dress. Is it sparkly? You look good. Right? No. You have like a. A belt in the middle of, of this oh red God. dress. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> well, you remember this night? Or was this like DG formal freshman no, year? No, I just know how ugly I am. Uh, no, you look cute. You look cute. No, you look no, cute. <laughs> <laughs> you got to scrub the content. What are you doing? Know? <laughs> here. 
Jeez, no cuts. This is a clean episode, huh? Sydney, what are you doing uh, the rest of the day? And um, I guess the rest of the time you're in New York besides seeing Catherine Zeta-Jones. Oh, uh, I was here for a friend's birthday, so that was fun. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I have alopecia too, so I was here on Friday for my oh, injections. Okay. Uh, yeah. Nice. It was... Can you talk about that quickly? Yeah, uh, I have alopecia areata, so I found that out three years ago, I think. I had a huge bald spot on the top of my head. Um, I've always had like thick long hair mm-hmm. it's always been my thing and then i just woke up never one morning. Known that. you didn't know that no i would have never also known that yeah no i had yeah. it i want to say it was three years ago maybe this year and it was like right up here right in the crown and then i just couldn't figure out what was wrong i had all these tests done and then finally uh, i was getting botox in boston okay. uh and i was talking to my botox girls and they were like what's going on and i'm like i don't know what's going on i'm just bald now um and so this woman in the room next to me was like hey i overheard your story and i actually went through the same thing i was living in new york i'm like oh sick i live in well, new york oh so she gave me this group it's called orange Hike medical group who i believe was the same guy who started estee lauder or clinique no clinique um and so I just go every six weeks, I get injections, and it's actually, thank God, saved my life. Your hair That's looks so amazing. Yeah. Like, literally. You would have no beautiful, idea Beautiful, li- lovely locks. I just is- I just got some uh, head and shoulders, because I have dangerous. Don't do them. So, <laughs> what, oh, no? Oh, my God. So this is like you an just anti- got it. Waste, waste of a bottle. Damn it. I just literally got two big bottles. What should I use? What should a man use for shampoo? And can, do, are men allowed to use conditioner? Because Pam yeah, was oh my, God, what? Use my what? middle school principal in eighth grade was like, boys don't use conditioner. Well, and that was there it. you go. That middle school it. principal. You she had t- she didn't have good hair, Please too. Do. There you okay. go. Yeah. So, and how often I can I be washing? I okay. use beauty. I think it's called Beauty and Earth. It's like twice or, or three and days. Okay. Yeah. No. 100%. So everyone use their Google here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what should I be using then? That's what I just said. <laughs> uh, I thought you were saying what you use. Shea moisture. Yeah, but you can use it yeah. too. Oh. Shea moisture. Okay. It's for you just complimented her hair. Are you not gonna yeah, take her shampoo? Oh, it's well, just you annoying. Put your money where your yeah, mouth I is. <laughs> so much of that. It's annoying. I bought a big ass two pack. <laughs> like seriously, a gallon of thing. Wash your hands. God damn Amazon taking over the world. That's what we were talking about too. So how does, last question, how does uh, Damon or people question. in the, in the <laughs> shark group feel um, the way the world is moving? You know, like what do, like what do they think their next step is? Ooh, you know, Damon, instead of giving you on, your whole plate. TMZ. Yeah. Um, I think it's a lot of more collaborations and people using the best of what they have and knowing where their weaknesses are. So I think it was something too we just talked about was like Mr. Beast Burgers. I don't know if you know who the YouTube yeah, guy. Yeah, the YouTube guy. So right. he started like this this new burger company, and he sold I think it was like a million burgers in like three months. And it was like wow. no employees Wild, too, right? Nothing. Yeah. Wild. So what he's talking about now is like he will then reach out to especially right now restaurants who are maybe struggling. The restaurants will be like, hey, dude, like I. I'll carry your burgers. I'll give you X amount of dollars. And then Mr. Beast himself is already doing the marketing because he's like, this is my product. But people are like, well, where can I get this product? They're going to look it up. There's a restaurant right around the corner that's doing it. So it's kind of that like more collaborative more effort collabs, where you don't feel yeah. like everything has to be your own. Like you're kind of just using what everybody else has to offer that you know that you don't. We had uh, uh, Andrew Warren come on. The, well, I can't, it was episode 106, and he just yeah. started a, a, a PR brand called Collab, actually. So, oh, yeah. I, yeah, so I'd say people are definitely yeah. getting getting into it, showing more love, for it, sure. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you got to play to your strength. I, I, yeah, that's that's advice that applies to anyone in any situation, oh, I feel for like. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You can't do everything yourself. Absolutely. Sydney, thank you so Thanks. much for joining us, so and thank much. you so much for being so transparent. Sydney yeah. Weyman, yeah. episode <laughs> 115, and we will see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning Goodbye. into the Ted Jones World Podcast with Peter Moran. Don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe. We've got new episodes dropping every Monday, Thursday, Saturday at 12 a.m. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah.